At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. We were just practicing for mid-football season with Survivor right there. It's Gil Alexander. It is a numbers game right here at VEASAN, the sports betting network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, FUBO Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio. Good Monday morning to you. By the way, I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't planning on uh, promoting this to begin with, but since the uh, we had three seconds, what was it like a second of Destiny's Child right there? Uh, I will be on the nuts today to talk about Survivor. How about that, Jason? See, it all worked out. There was a point to that. It was planned perfectly. That's right. Jason Kahn, ladies and gentlemen, producer number seven is here as well this morning. Uh, these next two hours, chalk full of stuff. Uh, at the very end, we're going to talk to Pete Futak. We'll continue our uh, Power Conference tour in college football, previewing the college, uh, the Power Five Conference college football ACC today. Uh, up with Mr. Futak from College Football News. We'll do that later. Uh, Jason Weingarten will be here, not for just his normal Major League Baseball spot, because we'll talk to him about all that's going on in Major League Baseball, what Betsy has out there, but uh, some Will William Hill shenanigans, everybody. Mm-hmm. William Hill shenanigans. We haven't done that on the show for a long time, but Jason's got some, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, Chrissy Andrews, my mishpucha from right here at the South Point Hotel Casino. He will join us just because... Just because, haven't talked to Chris in a long time, we'll find out uh, his perspective from behind the desk. And uh, Wes Reynolds momentarily to talk about this WGC St. Jude FedEx tournament this weekend, which was just, from a viewing standpoint, spectacular. Lots of money on the line, implosions, you know, mental implosions, and then physical implosions based on a couple golfers being on the clock. 
We'll find out what he learned from the tournament. We'll look forward to the uh, FedEx Cup, which begins next week, three weeks in a row, and find out who he thinks are our horses for those three courses. But, man, was that entertaining yesterday. From for, for the right reasons and for the wrong reasons, I guess. But either way, entertaining golf. Um, and hope you were able to make winning bets, either pre-flop or in-tournament. Uh, we also have on the show today a couple other things. One, uh, we'll look at the MLB strength of schedule, the remaining strength of schedule. So which teams have the toughest go of it the rest of the way? Which teams have the easiest among the playoff contenders? We're not going to do a deep dive on the, uh, you know, Miami Marlins remaining schedule, but we'll do it for all the teams that are left in the American League and National League, those teams that are left that are fighting for either their division or for wild card positions. We'll do that because that's key. If you're trying to jump into the uh, the futures market right now, you got to know how these are weighted moving forward. So we'll do that and we'll take the percentages. Uh, tennis picks today as well. Tennis moves to this is this is the true run up to the U.S. Open begins this week. The ladies are in Montreal. The men are in Toronto. They're both north of the border. Uh, And these are 1,000 tournaments. So WTA 1,000, ATP 1,000, that's the next level right below slams. They'll do that this week. Then they'll go to, then all of them, both the men's and the ladies, will go to Cincinnati next week for another 1,000 tournament. But uh, this week we got picks. The tournaments uh, in, uh, in Canada start today. So I have tennis picks. One on the men's side which is a dog, three on the lady side, two favorites and one dog. The dog on the lady side, I'm really uh I'm really going up against one of my favorites, but uh hey, the numbers tell me too, so I am. Um what else? Oh, the other thing we want to do today is, you know, it occurs to me there is this the, the most amazing stat in baseball thus far this year has to be the Dodgers extra inning record. They are 1 in 12 in extra innings this year. One in twelve, of course the uh, the newfangled extra inning rules, which are going to go away, right? Ghost man on second. Well, the Dodgers, a, a confluence of events, right? They're they're managing style, they're unbelievably poor bullpen and extras. Not only the one in twelve, they've lost eleven of those in a row, and oh by the way, fourteen consecutive innings in extra innings in which they've given up at least one run, which is just off the charts ridiculous. So we got to do a deep dive into that a little later on the show too. Because, you know, again, from a betting standpoint, what does this inform? Should it inform your in-game plays? Yeah, I kind of think it, it should at this point. I kind of think it should. They are what they are. Uh, I actually think there's a whole bunch of predictive nature to it. It's not just a narrative. Uh, they are just that bad in extras and stubborn to the hilt. So we'll uh, we'll do with that. Uh, we'll talk about that as well on the show. So you don't want to miss any of the next two hours uh, right here on a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network, or as I like to say correctly on time. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander, uh, right here, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio. Uh, let's talk to Wes Reynolds. He is the co-host of Long Shots, which he does with Brady Cannon here, the greatest golf betting show there ever was. You can follow him on Twitter at Wes Reynolds One. That's the number one, and is a jack of all trades, the Swiss Army knife of Visa, and can talk about any subject on earth uh, intelligently. Uh, let's bring him in, Wes. Good morning to you. Thanks for uh, coming on this early, sir. Good morning, Gil. Uh, do you agree with me that the uh, the WGC yesterday, which, by the way, I should just for uh, 
for uh, thoroughness' sake. Uh, let everybody know in case they missed it. Abraham Answer wins it in the second playoff hole, three-way playoff with Hideki Matsuyama and Sam Burns. Looked like Matsuyama was going to win it on the first. It lipped out. But Abraham Answer, in the first of first victory in 121 tries on tour, gets it done finally. But the tournament really beyond answer. I mean, the collapse of Harris English and Bryson DeChambeau. Let's start with the the them being on the clock. How much of that would you attribute or would you draw the direct line from to their collapse yesterday? Because at one point, English is 20 under and DeChambeau's 18 under. And it looks like one of those two guys is going to win. Yeah, Gil, I think it, it had to have affected them. And I think uh, really Harris English admitted as such. He did not blame Bryson DeChambeau. He actually defended Bryson DeChambeau because a lot of what is going on out there, and I know Bryson DeChambeau is not the most sympathetic figure. I'm not his biggest fan personally. But I think when you're getting golf is supposed to be like the gentlemanly game where we re- attain some level of decorum. And a lot of these fans are chanting Brooksy at Bryson and you know and I think it's getting under his skin a little bit and Brooks Kepka certainly has not done anything to put the kibosh on that I think with all of social media and everybody just thinks that they can kind of heckle a guy because we saw Bryson where he hit that ball that was kind of wedged underneath the fence but he got relief actually out of that shot because he was stay he would have been standing on a cart path so it gave him a free drop actually basically in the rough where he he could play the ball and not receive a penalty. But I think that certainly threw those guys off. I was on the air during the green zone yesterday on Beeson, and Brady Cannon actually had an outright ticket on Harris English. I had Cameron Smith, so we both had guys in there. But, you know, Harris English, you, you thought he was going to win that tournament, and he really should have. He was trying to become the first guy this PGA Tour season actually to go wire to wire to lead the PGA Tour tournament throughout after first round, second round, third round, and then close it out on Sunday would have been the first this season to do it. And it looked like, look, it was right in his bag here. And then eventually he collapsed. He puts it in the water. And I know you and Matt Brown on primetime action discussed the fact that no tournament has more balls in the water than here at TPC Southwind in Memphis. And it certainly materialized for that final group. So now Harris English kind of brings the field back into play. And I have Cameron Smith and it's, uh, you know, in honor of Brady Cannon, a Grateful Dead fan, one man gathers what another man spills. And I thought that that's what we were going to see with Cameron Smith. It's like, okay, the first guy to make birdie out of this cluster at the top is going to eventually win this event. So it's either going to be English, it's going to be answer, it's going to be Cameron Smith, because Burns and Matsuyama had posted 16 under long before. And it's like, oh, well, that's not going to be enough. These guys aren't going to have a chance. So they're just waiting for these guys to kind of come back to them. And they did. Cameron Smith on 18 finds tree trouble tries to work his way through it instead of kind of chipping back in the fairway. His putting had been so on point, he was almost going to break a record for lowest putts after 72 holes that had not been done since David Frost, I believe, at the 2005 RBC Heritage to get 92 putts through 72 holes. So it's like, okay, take your medicine, hit a good wedge, and then make a putt and make a par save. So Cameron Smith kind of blew his chance there on the 18th. And then, of course, we have the playoff and the guy that kind of just hung in there and grinded all day, Abraham Answer, who's been a really good player for a long time, sure Gil, has, but sure has. Has, 
has never won on the PGA Tour, ironically enough. This guy was number 23 in the OWGR heading into this week's tournament in Memphis. So when you're number 23, you're pretty darn good. It's like you'd had to have won on the PGA Tour. Well, he had not, but now he does get that win in the playoff, uh, uh, makes the big pot on the second playoff hole, and now he's number 11 in the world. Um, man, I have so much to ask you, especially, and by the way, Cameron Smith, who I believe had 17 putts yes. uh, on the 18th in round two, and then two putted to end up with 19 putts or no, was it? Yeah. You know, he had six. What was it? 17 putts. No, 16. yeah, he ended up, he ended up tying it because I yeah. believe 17 would have broken the record, right? He had 16 headed to the 18th hole on, uh, in, on round two on Friday and then two putted for the first time to end up with 18 could have broken the record. That's that would have been one of the most unbelievable records in sports, by the way. Uh, but you had the ticket on Cameron Smith and I feel for those who, who missed the tournament yesterday that you're downplaying this. So Cameron Smith, all he had to do was par. All he had to do was par the 18th. He goes into the trees there. And the obvious play was to chip out and then just try to get up and down and get into the four-way playoff. Instead, he goes hero ball and tries to crack it through. And, of course, sounds of golf. It hits a branch. And that's the end of that. He ends up double bogeying that hole. You had a Cameron Smith ticket. How bitter were you, Wes? You must have been you – were, you must have felt terrible. Yeah, it, it was it was a tough pill to swallow, but that being said, it was probably the toughest for Harris English. When you're 20 under par and you become odds-on in the final round, I've had that situation happen a couple times this summer where mm-hmm. you're odds-on on the back nine. That means a minus by the price next to your name of your player and not getting it home. Happened with Bubba Watson in Hartford. Happened with Joaquin Neiman in Detroit. So, you know, that that's golf betting, and that's why – you know, the in play, you got to be able to use that at your disposal. And we were talking Saturday, Brady and I, it was like, you know, who don't you have that you think might get it done? And I was like, well, you know, I've got a couple guys in the mix here with, I had Scotty Scheffler who faded on Sunday as well, but I got a couple guys in the mix, maybe Abraham answer here. If you want to take these favorites on, if you want to take that final pairing on of Harris English and Bryson DeChambeau and ended up not doing it. And what do you know, Abraham answer gets his first win on the tour. Yeah. I can't blame you for that. Obviously you want to have some evidence of a win before you necessarily dive into that. The only difference with the cameras, Smith thing, obviously, though, it was such a mental error, right? That's the difference where it was just, oh, what are you doing? Uh, Last thing on this, well, a couple of things, but one thing, the the, the Bryson DeChambeau thing with people calling Brooksy out from the galleries. Now, none of us adore Bryson DeChambeau, right? He's not the most likable guy in the world, and a lot of us got a kick out of the whole Brooks, Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau thing. this doesn't have anything to do with betting West, but has this gone too far? Like in other words, he's getting absolutely bullied out there, like destroyed. Don't you think someone like Brooks Kepka should come out? Like if he's a decent dude at this point and say, Hey, maybe back off on this Isn't this getting a little out of hand. Yeah, I think it is, Gil, and and we've had a conversation about this before in between shows on Beeson, talking about, you know, Brooks Koepka is not exactly Mr. Salt of the Earth right. in his own right. I mean, he could come off uh, a little bit, quite frankly, as a jerk, and I think by letting this go on, okay, yeah, rivalries are good for the game, but competitive rivalries, because now it's just kind of deviated, I think, into pettiness and childishness, uh, so it's like, you know, maybe 
maybe say, okay, take it easy. I'm just going to play my game. He's going to play his game. Because that's the thing about golf. And, 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 and maybe I have too high of a standard for it. But with golf, it is supposed to be a little bit more of a gentleman's game. You know, you're not supposed to have hecklers in golf. You're a big tennis guy and a fan and a better gill. You're not supposed to have hecklers in tennis. No. These are just different type of sports. This is not... You know, like a football game or an NFL game where there's 70,000 people and you're going to have probably somebody that's got some pops in them that's going to cuss at a player, say you suck. And, that, you know, that's kind of part of it. And you deal with it. Of course, we did have the incident in Colorado yesterday that went kind of above and beyond the pale with a, a racial epithet slur, uh, uh, slandered at Lewis Brinson, which got caught on a live mic, apparently. So we shall see how that plays out and materializes. But, yeah, I do think that this is gone gone too far it's like okay enough is enough okay you don't like a guy but you know the gallery some of these people they get pops in them and they think that they can just go after a guy and i think it's part of the corrosiveness of social media to be honest with you i don't think uh it might not have been as pronounced 20 years ago had you had this kind of deal going on between these two players but now you've got people because of social media and because of the anonymity almost in many ways that feel like they can say whatever they want and there's no repercussions and there's no consequence but yeah i think that this is going a little bit too far and it's like okay we've got to put a stop to it and i think brooks kepka if he you know is going to kind of be a future leader in the game a guy that probably is going to win a lot more and a lot more big tournaments on the pga tour he should probably come out and say you know what i'm moving past it and i'm moving forward with my game and in my career so hopefully that would kind of cease what is going on out there on the course yeah i'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people there's there's some people listening to this like ah oh, come on don't don't be uh you know weak about it I don't, I don't think so i think it's gone too far i really do um by the way the incident in colorado there's some like zapruder film footage of it where the fan might have actually been calling for the mascot, might not have been a racial epithet whatsoever. So it's an interesting story developing right. in Colorado. Uh, okay, last thing about this then. Who did you learn the most about, this is for moving forward purposes in betting, whether to the good or to the bad? Was it English imploding and not being able to deal with the clock? Was it the fact that DeChambeau, even though no, like, what was he, 35 to 1 pre flop or whatever it was before this tournament, that he shows up again and was in contention? Like, who'd you learn the most about here? I think I learned maybe the most about Cameron Smith, and that doesn't necessarily mean I'm not going to bet him again, but. You know, the, the guy we know, the short game, and that's kind of why I bet him this week is because he did everything right in the Olympic Games, except he didn't make any pots, which is usually the best club in, in his bag, is that flat stick. So I thought, okay, he's going to putt better. He's just going to go back to his normal average, which he did. And But but the ball striking, he's got to hit more fairways. And that's the one thing that really concerned me. And I was even tweeting during the show, during a break, I was like, hit a fairway for God's sakes, man. If you do that, you're going to win this tournament because your short game is absolutely on point. Not only your putting, but your scrambling. The iron play has been relatively solid, even though he hit a couple hinky ones on the back nine where he was way off and on the other side of the green. But he was a guy I learned about because
because I like this guy as a player. He doesn't do one thing particularly great in terms of ball striking, but if he can just be good to go along with how he performs around the green, this is a guy who can win some big events, but you, you got to hit those fairways. You can't be all over the place. All right, Wes, we got a few minutes here. I want to uh, skip this week's tournament in uh, Greensboro at the Wyndham Championship. I'll, I'll leave that for uh, later in the week for long shots and uh, and all the rest of us here at the network. But starting next week, it's the three-week FedEx Cup, the Northern Trust in Jersey City at the Liberty National Golf Club, then the BMW Championship in Owings Mills, Maryland, uh, closing with the Tour Championship down there at the East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. 125 golfers, winnowed down to 70, winnowed down to 30, and the 30 with a staggered start for the uh, for the whole mar- for the whole deal. Give me a sense of who the horses for courses are, or at least have had course success anyway at each of those three, if you could. Yeah, you look at Liberty National, and it's part of that Northeast rotation in terms of the first event, the uh, Northern Trust, which was won by Dustin Johnson, who we were aboard for last year. He was 30 under par at TPC Boston, won by 11 over Harris English. Last time the player that won at Liberty National was two years ago. That was Patrick Reed, obviously not in great form right now, but the guy who was the runner-up behind him by one shot was one Abraham Answer. So maybe that is a guy to kind of look at maybe finally getting that win and getting that monkey off his back. And I usually don't like to back guys so quickly after that first win or after a win in general. But this might be a guy to look at where it's kind of like, oh, I finally broke through. I've been unlucky so many times. And, you know, now I can just go play. It's like the pressure's off. Now I know I can do it. And I know I can prove myself. The second week, which is the BMW Championship, is in Owings Mills, Maryland. They have not played this course before, so I don't have a ton of background necessarily on that event. But when you get to the Tour Championship at East Lake down in Atlanta, you see a lot of the usual suspects. Xander Shopway, back-to-back runners-up, and also won this event in 2017. He actually technically, I guess if you want to say, won this event. He had the lowest strokes by three shots on the course, but because they now they do that staggered scoring deal, Gil, when they get into the top 30 at the Tour Championship, they want to have the Tour Champion, the winner of the event, also win the FedEx Cup. So that's why sure. Dustin Johnson is given the credit for winning the 2020 Tour Championship when, in fact, he didn't have the lowest gross score, which Xander Shoffley did. So Xander, Rory McElroy, these have kind of been the recent courses for horses in Atlanta. Do you enjoy, as someone who bets golf every week the way that you do, Wes, do you enjoy that format or does it throw you off? A little bit of both, uh, because I think now what I think sports books have to do, though, is have separate markets. You need to have a separate market where you account for that staggered scoring, but also have a market where you can bet the low 72 holes. And if, if they're able to do that and price two different markets, I think it makes it easier for bettors to bet. Wes Reynolds, everybody, uh, the best there is uh, at Wes Reynolds one, the number one on Twitter. You can follow him on, uh, or you can find him on the Green Zone. You can find him co-hosting all kinds of shows, my guys in the desert, uh, throughout the network. Wes, appreciate it. Uh, that was fun yesterday, man. Uh, it's only going to get better the next uh, month, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. And then we got Ryder Cup in September, so that should yes. be enjoyable. Golf season never ends. That's the thing. Slam shams, as my mom used to say. She used to say that, but whatever. 
Uh, slams in the rear view. Still got a whole bunch coming. FedEx and, of course, the Ryder Cup, as West points out. We'll come back. Uh, not only Chrissy Andrews to join us, uh, not only uh, MLB strength of schedule analysis and that Dodgers extra inning stat, which is just the most unbelievable stat in baseball this year. Uh, but we'll give some tennis picks. Let me get them out next because some of them start at the top of the hour. So we'll do that next on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Numbers Game, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> so emotional. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. <clears throat> just want to have my voice clear for this. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, low with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. And start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. That's what happens when you uh, race to uh, to uh, cull the data of your picks. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot to, I forgot to like actually write down the numbers behind these. All right, so we have four tennis picks today. 
Uh, these are all based on numbers. I just wanted to write them down to uh, to convey here. But again, the men are in Toronto. The women are in Montreal. These are really good tournaments now from here on out the next couple weeks uh, or the next few weeks into the United States Open. So on the men's side, we're taking a uh, flyer. This is based completely on the price. And you could actually get nine cents better than I got last night on this. Uh, Lorenzo Sinego. Uh, or, or excuse me, Sonigo is how you pronounce it. Lorenzo Sonigo. I am taking it plus, or I got him at plus 158 versus Ugo Umber. You can find Sonigo at plus 167. This actually went against me. Uh, Umber, who has had really good recent success. But this is a price play. Um, again, six-month and 12-month data in terms of uh, serve percentage one and return percentage one and the aggregate scores. Sonic goes about a, uh, a one point, not about, he is exactly 102.76 month, 101.1, 12 month, where Umber is 103.1, six month, 100.5 longer term. So you basically have two guys that, yes, maybe Umber is in slightly better form right now, but there's no chance that Sonigo should be this big of a dog. And again, you'll get it at nine cents better than I got it at, but I got Lorenzo Sonigo last night at plus 158. That's in Toronto on the men's side. And then I have three uh, ladies' matches. Now, admittedly, the dog, this is where it gets dicey and where you really have to take your, for me anyway, take my brain out of it because I really love the player that I'm fading here. Uh, but I'm taking Victoria Golubich uh, at plus 138 versus Paula Balosa of Spain. Um, Golubich is a plus 138 dog. Here's the thing with Badosa. She's spectacular on other surfaces, not so much on the hard courts. So uh, Golubich is 108.6, six-month data, 105.1 when you stretch it out, hard court surfaces, now we're talking exclusively, over 12 months. Badosa's south of 100 on both counts. So, yeah, Badosa's the bigger name, but this is a play for me on uh, Golubicet plus 138. The other two are favorites, and these have gone up a bit. I would still play them at current prices, but I got better prices on these two last night. Uh, Serana Cerstea, I got at minus 145 versus the American Allison Risk. Uh, Cerstea is about 101.9, six-month, 102.6, 12-month. Risk is way down on hard courts. Like she's in the 92-93 range when we're talking serve percentage and return percentage one. So for me, that's a play on Cerstea, and the, the market has agreed with that play to this point. I think it's about 10, 11 cents higher. I would still play it. I wouldn't let it get too much higher than that, though. So play it if you will now. And then Magdalenette. Uh, this also is higher than it was, or actually it's not higher. It's right exactly where it is when I got it last night. Magdalene at minus 156 versus Nadia Podoroska. Podoroska is a player we've bet on before to success. But uh, on hard courts, this is this should be a mismatch. Lynette, 104.7 on hard courts. Combined aggregate serve, return serve, 104.7 over six months, 102.5 the last 12 months. And then with Podoroska, you're talking about 94.9 and 97.9, respectively. So uh, those are your four tennis plays, one in Toronto, three in Montreal. On the men's side, Lorenzo Sonigo, which is just a numbers play completely, a price play. 
I uh, respect Ugo and Bear tremendously. We've bet on him before here to success, but in this particular matchup, that price doesn't make sense. So Lorenzo Sanago, and you might be able to get him at a better price right now. And then on the ladies' side, uh, Victoria Golubic at plus 138 versus our girl Paula Badosa. And then two favorites, Serana Cerstea minus 145 versus Allison Risk, and Magdalenette minus 156. Uh, 156 versus Nadia Podoroska. Those are your four tennis plays of the day. We'll see how that goes this week. Go back into tennis in earnest now that we're in 1,000 tournaments. Uh, Chrissy Andrews, my mishpucha from right behind me at the desk here at the South Point Hotel Casino, he will join us back from vacation. We'll find out where he's, his uh, head is at moving into football. Coming up on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Which reminds me, I think I failed to put it in on time all the uh, football picks so I might not be in there that's my bad that's my bad the head is in too many places by the way I forgot to mention on on tennis in uh in Montreal and shout out to John Anthony for reminding me of this via DM John Anthony shout out in New Jersey I did make two futures bets didn't do anything on the men's side but on uh on the ladies side there in Montreal I took Petrik Vitova at 17 to 1 to win this tournament and Jessica Pagula at 34 to 1, Jesse Pagula's hard court stats six month are the best of anyone in this tournament. And she's at 34 to 1. You got to make that bet. 17 to 1 on Kvitova I made last night, 34 to 1 on Jesse Pagula. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is the star of uh, the podcast series Guessing Lines on Beating the Book. Oh, and by the way, he also runs the uh, sports book here at the South Point Hotel Casino. My mishpucha, Chris the Andrews. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, Gil. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Vacation was good, generally speaking? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was nice uh, getting away a little bit, uh, just trying to get we had a very short window this year with the uh, NBA playoffs going into July and uh, – you know, you just try to get your vacations in and everything else you got to do uh, during that time. And then this year, of course, it was very compressed with the extended NBA season. But, you know, uh, life goes on and we'll be ready for uh, start doing business from now till uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, it's a we- it's also a weird schedule. Like I just realized it's three weeks of pre- not, not that I realized it was three weeks of preseason. I knew there were three weeks of preseason, but I didn't realize there was like a week off in between the preseason and the regular season. So it's this really quirky schedule that we have coming up so as you come back you're refreshed you're back from vacation it's august you're ready to go like all of us are for the next six months of football what is the first order of business for for you behind the counter what's the first thing you concern yourself with well you know i got back you know we were really late getting in friday night our uh, our plane was delayed uh, so I'm just starting to go through all the uh, all the future bets. So that'll be my first order of business. I went through it a little bit yesterday, but I want to go in today 
uh, you know, talk to the guys behind the counter, the guys who've been, uh, you know, actually monitoring the action while I was away. You know, and there's always a lot of stuff going on. You know, you hear, you know, there's rumors about Dak Prescott. And, of course, we have the cold situation. And we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. And I, I can just go on and on. Uh, but there's all kind of things that have happened. And I'm, uh, you know, brought up my uh, football screens, you know, yesterday and then again today. And I can see we've had quite a bit of business. Uh, a lot of it I'm sort of detached from, to be quite honest with you. So I have to kind of get back up to speed and figure out who's betting what, what exactly have we done with all these numbers and, uh, you know, kind of get a little backstory. I mean, I can see the raw numbers, but I want to find out how did we get there on some of these things. So that'll be, that'll be uh, my day uh, probably most of today and probably a lot of tomorrow as well. Where does the whole college football versus pro football thing stand? I know if, since the – you know, the, the arc of VEASAN from early 2017 till now, that's sort of been a uh, an ongoing theme that, you know, pro football could never be topped handle-wise. But then we saw college football actually crescendo into being on par with it. Where does it stand now, would you say? Well, you know, last, I can't go by last year. You know, you just have to yeah. toss that out. But before that, you know, on a weekly basis, now this is before the playoffs, of course, on a weekly basis – uh, we were, you know, it was really close, and there was a lot of weeks we, you know, college football outwrote the NFL. Now, once you, you know, get to the end of the season, of course, uh, you know, the NFL has a better playoff structure going all the way to the Super Bowl, and you add in the future bets, and you add in, like, season win totals and uh, yes-nos on, on playoffs. Uh, then NFL, you know, clearly has the lead. And I think if you add all that up at the end of the year, it's probably, you know, let's say uh, probably like 65-35 in favor of the NFL. But on a weekly basis, uh, you know, it's, it's probably really close, depending on the matchups, of course. Chrissy, I'm going to ask you this, and I'm, I'm just sort of riffing on this. I know it occurs to me if I asked this of Vinny, he would say, oh, nothing. You, you're welcome to bet anything over here in that, in that <laughs> Vinny smug kind of way. But I'll ask this of you. Like, is there some betting behavior? And since football season is coming, I'll ask it through a football prism, but really it could apply to, to other sports as well. But is there a certain betting behavior? Uh, I don't know if it's uh, money line parlays that some really successful bettors often toss in. I don't know what it is, but is there something that bettors do that you're like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. That's actually pretty good. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the, the history of teasers, perhaps. Well, I'll tell you what, and this happened, I, I started noticing this when, uh, you know, many years ago uh, when I was at Calneva. Uh, and it's carried through. And there's a couple guys that do this, and I'm probably giving <laughs> probably giving away the secret sauce here. But the first couple weeks of college football, uh, now we all, like I said, everybody knows how good you know Alabama, Ohio State. We all know this. But there's a lot of you know middle to lower ranked teams where, and a lot of these games, we we probably have the wrong favorite, and we'll know that at the end of the year. Now we're taking our best shots right now but i know a couple guys and they've been fairly successful and the one guy i'm thinking of in particular he usually comes in and he'll play uh round robins he gets like you know usually like four to six teams underdogs on the money line and round robins them and I, you know every year i watch it and i have a lot of respect for these guys and uh 
you know, these, they've done pretty well. And like I said, we'll look back at the end of the season and say, holy cow, we had, we had this team as an underdog week one. How the heck did that happen? But, you know, it happens pretty much every year. So that's one thing. I see it every year. Um, you know, I, I do my best to book it properly as well as I can. But I've seen guys over the years do pretty well with that kind of strategy. And, of course, you just can't go in willy-nilly and start playing, you know, every dog because a lot of the dogs we do have right. But uh, some guys that do their homework and do it well, you know, that's something I've noticed over the years that guys have been pretty successful with. And it doesn't carry through for the entire season, of course, but week one and two, you, you could do pretty well with it. Chris, such an honest answer and such a great answer. Thank you for that. That might be the best thing that's said on the network all day long. Really, that's phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. All right, pal. I'll Chris. be talking to you. Yes, indeed. The star of Guessing Lines, everybody, which we start before week two, not before week one, obviously, here on uh, the Beating the Book podcast. Chris Z. Andrews, great answer to that question. Hope uh, people file that away. We'll come back. Um, let's do some strength of schedule analysis. The remaining schedule. One of these teams that are in contention in baseball. Really got a play left. Who's got the toughest? Who's got the easiest? It's next. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't Nick? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Do you like Summer Fridays? Well, you're going to love Summer Mondays at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. With BetMGM's Money Monday Club, a $10 free bet will automatically be added to your account when you place a total of $50 in wagers between Monday and Sunday. That's right. You'll wake up to a $10 free bet every Monday just for betting $50 during the previous seven days. Simply take advantage of BetMGM's boosted odds specials, unique parlay offers, daily promotions, and live betting action. When your wager total reaches $50, you're guaranteed to receive a $10 free bet to use any way you'd like. Download the BetMGM app or visit BetMGM.com to be a part of the Money Monday Club. Get rewarded for your bets every week at BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, the feedback on the Twitter machine. This is from, first of all, text from Las Vegas. <laughs> text from Las Vegas, Chris. We get text as well. Uh, he says, WTF, you can't guess week one lines? <laughs> uh, okay, this is uh, the great Las Vegas, Chris, by the way. Multiple contest winner. Uh, this is from Mile High Mike. Gil, any way that this DeChambeau Kepka thing's all a farce just to get casual fans in golf uh, because of no Tiger Woods? Uh, I think we're giving him too much credit. And I also and I also do, you know, I'll repeat what I said earlier when I was talking to Wes Reynolds about it, which is I actually think it's gone too far. I know that sounds soft to some people because some people always want to be macho about it. But, like, he's getting crushed, DeChambeau. And as much as we dislike DeChambeau, do you imagine being out there Gentleman's game of golf, right? Every hole, people just on you, shouting at you. Like, that's not supposed to be what golf's about. So, I don't know. That's rough. And, you know, he can't react to it either. Because if he reacts to it, he'll just, he'll just encourage it. I feel bad for the dude. I do. Believe it or not. I know that's, uh, that's not. This is from Matt. Uh, let me get the Twitter handle uh, correct. Uh, Crook. Some day sweats on tennis with Gil. Sounds about right today. Yeah, we got some day sweats, that's for sure. Frog Metal, love your tennis picks for today. Thanks. My, my pleasure. Uh, let's, let's get them home. That's for sure. Um, later on the show, Jason Weingarten. Some William Hill shenanigans. Been a bit since we've had to have this talk, but uh, Jason ran into some stuff. We'll bring it up. We'll talk baseball with him. Pete Futak on the ACC as we continue our college football conference by conference uh, analysis with him from College Football News, and then the uh, the Dodgers extra inning stat. 1-12 in 12 in extras. Keep in mind, 1-12 in 12 in extras, while the San Francisco Giants, Magic, has them winning games that they have no business winning, left and right. So imagine uh, how this season has gone for those two franchises. Doesn't mean it's going to manifest in the postseason, but uh, boy, the Dodgers, the Dodgers not getting bullpen help at the trade deadline is criminal. Criminal when you look at this. We'll get to that momentarily. Here's the remaining schedule strength in Major League Baseball, though, for all the teams contending. And this is key. If you want to jump in the futures market and you're like, look, maybe I want to play this team. Well, you should probably have all the information at your disposal, meaning, all right, well, what's the strength of schedule? What's the, what's the win percentage 
uh, average win percentage of the teams the rest of the way that they're playing. So let's go to the American League first. Uh, the Oakland Athletics, of all the teams remaining in a, uh, in a fight for either a division or a wild card, the Oakland Athletics have the toughest remaining schedule of all the contending teams in the American League. Uh, opponent strength of schedule 518, and this was 50 games left in the season, for the 64 and 48 Athletics, who are two games, only two games behind the Astros, just two. Uh, and are now, let's see, behind, uh, what, what are they, ahead of the Yankees? They are ooh, 61, they are two and a half games ahead of the Yankees for the second wild card berth currently in the American League. But uh, their toughest remaining games for the uh, Oakland Athletics, they got to play the uh, Giants three times at home. They got to go on the road to play the White Sox four times. They got the White Sox three times at home. Not only that, not listed there, six more versus Houston as well. They do have six games against Texas on the easier side, but that's a that's a brutal bunch of games. Again, only 50 games left, and we just rattled off 16 of them against the Giants, the White Sox, and the Houston Astros. Let's go to the, uh, the next uh, hardest schedule of the remaining playoff contending teams. Yes, I included the Angels. Thank me later, Angels fans. 56 and 56. Uh, their opponent's strength of schedule is 5-11, which is tough. Angels have 50 games left. Uh, their toughest uh, remaining opponents of those 50 at the White Sox for three. They got Houston at home seven times and at Houston three more times. So 10 of their remaining 50 games, 20% of the Angels' remaining games are against the Astros. Not too fun. They got uh, three against Baltimore and seven more against Texas. On the flip side, 20% of the remaining games are against Baltimore and Texas. Uh, next hardest schedule in the American League uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays, by the way, the uh, the Angels definitely on the outside looking in. Again, 10 behind the Astros and 8 behind the Athletics, who are currently the second wild card position. Tampa Bay Rays, they lead the American League East. They're 68-44. and 44. They got the best record in the American League. Four-game lead over the Red Sox. Their opponent's strength of schedule is just below 500, 496. Tough ones, uh, three against the White Sox at home, three at Houston on the road. Seven easy ones against Baltimore, home and road, four and three, respectively. So Tampa Bay looking pretty good there as these schedules get easier now of the contending teams in the American League. Next in the American League, uh, again, remaining strength of schedule. The Yankees, their strength of schedule of opponents is also 496. Toughest, three, as we mentioned, or three, I should say, against Tampa at home, at Chicago for three. Easiest, six against Baltimore, three home and road. So really the story thus far that we've talked about is the Oakland Athletics. The Oakland Athletics have it rough. Let's just go down here real quick. The remaining teams here, who's after the Yankees. Again, opponent strength of schedule, remaining strength of schedule of the remaining contending teams in the American League. Uh, next is the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox are four behind the Rays. Right now they're in the number one wild card position. Two and a half games ahead of the Yankees, who would be the team that is the closest to being the, on the outside looking in in the American League. Boston's opponent strength of schedule, 489, still easier than the ones we just talked about. 48 games left, 10 more games against the Rays. So more than 20% of the remaining games, six at home, four on the road against the Rays, who are above them. So they will have plenty of opportunities, the Red Sox will, to take on the team that they are chasing in the AL East. And, of course, Sale and Schwarber help is here. Easiest nine games against Baltimore. So again, uh, more than 20% against Tampa Bay, toughest, easiest against Baltimore, nine 
uh, as well there. So uh, the yin and the yang for the Red Sox. Next easiest of the contending teams in the American League, uh, this would be the Blue Jays. Opponent strength of schedule, 487. They're 60 and 50. They got 52 games left. The Blue Jays are seven out behind the Rays, uh, three behind the, uh, pardon me, uh, even less. They are 60 and 50. The Athletics, well, they're three games behind the Athletics for the number two wildcard position. Toughest game, six against the Rays, home and road, 10 against the Orioles. Boy, the Orioles uh, show up on all these easy schedules. Uh, Next in the American League, and this is where it gets really easy. This, of all the contending teams, is the... uh, Second easiest, Seattle, the Seattle Mariners. If you're considering a uh, futures play on the Mariners, uh, don't sleep on the Mariners because their strength of schedule, the remaining games, very easy. 486. They got nine games against Houston. That's where it's tough. Six on the road, three at home, but they do have six against the Diamondbacks in interleague play. And then the easiest of the remaining teams that are contending in the American League. Keep in mind, Oakland's got the toughest schedule left of the of the contending teams of the American League. They're two behind the Astros, who have the easiest remaining record in the American League, sitting atop the AL West, 66 and 46. Opponent strength of schedule is 480. They've got six games against Oakland, home and road, three against Tampa Bay, and oh, by the way, it gets even easier for Houston. They've got seven against Kansas City. So 17 of their remaining 50 games, three against Arizona, three, excuse me, seven against Texas, and seven against Kansas City. So even though it's only two games different, uh, difference between Houston and Oakland, the schedules are vastly different with Houston having a huge advantage. Keep that in mind with any potential futures bets. National League, and we'll start the National League, and we'll bleed this over into the first five minutes, Jason. National League, let's go to the toughest of the remaining schedules of the teams that are in contention. Sorry, San Diego Padres, it's you. San Diego Padres, 64-49. and 49. As we know with the Padres, uh, they have just not gotten it together. They're seven and a half behind the Giants now. Seven and a half, and the Reds are approaching in the rearview mirror only two games behind them in the loss column. Well, San Diego has the toughest of all remaining contending uh, contending teams in the National League. Toughest remaining schedule, 518 strength of schedule. Seven at San Francisco, three more at home. So 10 total games left against the San Francisco Giants. 10 total. By the way, not pictured there. Nine more against the Dodgers and three more against Houston. So think about that. 22 of the remaining 49 games. Almost half of San Diego's remaining games are against the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Astros. Brutal. They do have seven games against the uh, Diamondbacks on the good side. But that's brutal. Padres could be done just based on that remaining strength of schedule. Next toughest, uh, next toughest of the of the uh, contending teams in the uh, pardon me in the uh, National League, the New York Mets. New York Mets have seven uh, left against the Dodgers, three against the Yankees, three against the Phillies, three against the Brewers. So the Mets, who have already lost. Uh, Their perch atop the NL East. The Phillies now have the lead there in the NL East by two games over the Braves, two and a half over the Mets. The Mets schedule is brutal the rest of the way. Brutal. That's, uh, what is that, 16 of their remaining games against, again, the likes of the Dodgers. Seven against the Dodgers, three against the Yankees, three against the Phillies, three against the Brewers. So the Padres and the Mets, who have already been in a swoon, get get the worst of it the rest of the way. Uh, we'll pause there, and we'll find out who gets progressively easier on the schedule. And I could just pour 10 things to come. The very teams that the Padres and the Mets are contending with 
have amongst the easiest, if not the easiest, of the remaining schedules in the National League among contending teams. We'll look at that. Uh, we'll segue into Jason Weingarten, talk baseball with him, and talk about a uh, betting experience gone wrong that he had trying to bet football over there at William Hill. I thought we were past this. Apparently we're not. Coming back on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.